For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Libby Jordan? The end of the bridge to, you gotta go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about to. born from a family's grief and determination. In April of 2020, Army soldier Vanessa Guillen went missing while stationed at one of the largest military installations. You that little music in the background, it goes, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Right. Knew about it or was there. It's, he's as guilty as the person who committed Chilling details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. Him, they, they, they dropped the ball, man. Like, they said he went AWOL. Mm. And that, uh, that he was a, a deserter, and nobody went to the. Today is not a day to celebrate. But the arrest of Richard M. Allen of Delphi on two counts of murder. Like I said, we're going back. We were asked last time to kind of talk about the food, uh, the grub truck video, and kind of give our perspective of it. The, the, the press release from the police department indicated that they're still trying to put pieces together from that night. It, does that does that worry you in any, at any point uh, or at any bit that they're still trying to put those pieces together? It's been over five weeks since little Kaylee Anthony vanished. Her mother, Casey, has been arrested for lying to police. She's being held without bail. year 3000 it still sucks this is philip j fry and you're listening to the drunken turkey show you're one stop for this sort of thing hit that button like and subscribe you know what to do just like every other podcast what's up everybody welcome back to the drunk turkey show i'm your host daniel j and alongside with me as always i'm in g what's going on how you doing tonight I'm doing good. How about yourself, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Are, are you wearing a blue shirt in memory of our buddy Blue, who's not here tonight? I uh, mean, you know what? I don't even know if it's blue. It's like a teal, I guess. I don't know. Oh, man, it looks blue here. But yeah. okay, then, big, yes. then yes, I am wearing this yes, shirt for Blue. Yeah. <laughs> big Blue's at a birthday party. Uh, happy birthday to his little one. Um, congratulations oh, yeah. on another year uh, of life and for more to come more mm -hmm. to come i want to say thank you to about 200 of you guys up in the live chat already we appreciate you guys if you guys wouldn't mind doing us a favor and hitting that like button and ringing that subscribe um button as well and ringing that bell uh today we got a we have a special guest and we have a few things we're going to be talking about um first thing we're going to be bringing on el guapo here in a couple minutes uh, we're going to be going through some maps that he's created that kind of give us a perspective of the cell phone towers that are near and around the Moscow, uh, Idaho area. And then afterwards, we're going to talk about some, some evidence that's, you know, we haven't been able to, that's not been found yet. And we're not talking about the murder weapon, not talking about the knife. There's some other key piece of evidence that I feel is missing right now. Um, so stay tuned, uh, like, and share to all your friends about it. Uh, but first we're going to bring on, El Guapo, 42. How's it going? Welcome to the Drunk Turkey Show, sir. Good, guys. Thank you for letting me come on. Thank you uh, for coming on, man. Yeah, Absolutely. we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you. Uh, tell us a little bit, of, before we move on to the maps and stuff, tell us a little bit about yourself, your channel, and, and what you do. 
Well, it's not much to say. Just a YouTube channel getting started and uh, was doing a bunch of lives and now I've been uh, kind of working on video production. So um, the lives have slowed down a little bit at the moment, but it's because I'm working on a video right now. I'm kind of putting all my energy into that. So once I get that out, I should start be doing the lives again. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, oh, wow. We already have... I got to respond to, to this man. $5 super chat. Love the DT uh, show. Let's collab soon. Yes, sir. I saw your email earlier today. I got a little bit tied up. Uh, <laughs> we will be co co uh, collaborating with the uh, the opinionated idiot pretty soon. Yes, so check sir. out his channel. That beard, um, that beard, man. I saw that beard. It's, it's nice, man. Big old beard he has. <laughs> man, I wish I could grow one. I mean, I could, but it puffs out, dude. I look like Santa Claus. It's freaking weird. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't come out the way I like it. I have to keep it short. Beard oil. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That 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 might work. That might work. I, I didn't. It might be too metro. No, no. Uh, the, the 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 thing is, mine. It like I have a uh, was it a cowlick? And so mm -hmm. it like really screws up my beard, especially when it gets longer. It kind of goes into a big old circle, and so uh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. So uh, you have a few maps for us. Um, yeah. What are these maps? What do they detail and, 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 and what do they create or show? Um, this is just um, just some maps I've plotted out from the uh, affidavit of, mm -hmm. uh, um, I forgot his name, but. Uh, Brian Coburn. Uh, yeah, but it was the officer's affidavit. But yes, in regards to uh, oh, Coburger. Okay. Um, and uh, and I, what I did was I plotted out all the um the details that were in that affidavit just to um help with um you know the timing of everything and figuring out the sequence of events got you got you so so um you also had where the cell phone kind of mm -hmm. those towers take place right yes yeah, so like here here's an example of uh, what i've done is uh this like here like uh oops um like right here. So this would be uh -huh. one cell phone. This would be one cell phone tower and it shows what what is covered. Gotcha. Okay. Um and um and so what I've done was um is I have went ahead and plotted out like this is another one that we all probably are familiar with, this tower. Mm -hmm. Um over here. So what you know, what this does is it allows us to um kind of look at uh let me actually change this real quick um it'll allow us to look at what you know so this uh, this right here is where the house is right and so you know what we can do is we can look at and see that both of those you know intersect so this tower here and this tower um right here the blue one mm-hmm uh oops are going to be, um, you know, the girls would have had coverage at their house from both of those because they intersect right, th right. you know, right there. Are so, those the only know. two towers for that area? No, sir. Um, we also have, um, now this one isn't, I don't, I don't think this one actually affects them as uh, much. Um, so I'm gonna take that one away, but this was one that was in the area. I plot, I plotted all of them. Um, but just to show y'all that I did them all, but I'm not going to pull all of the ones that don't affect up. 
Mm. But if you have any questions about something, I can pull up if all the 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 ones. So uh, well, just to answer any questions y'all might have. Right. So wait, can you put that orange one back on right now, mm -hmm. r oh, real yeah. fast? Yes, sir. Um, sorry. Uh, one second. There we go. All right. So what that tells me here is based on, and this right here that has the house. Yes, so sir. That's where the victim's residence is correct. So yes. they would be able to tell if Brian Koberger. So based on these uh, towers, uh, they probably could triangulate um, if he was within that blue area um, mm -hmm. the, and that purple, but not in that orange. I guess they're assuming that's when he's in and around that area. Or is there another cell phone tower that covers this area as well? Outside no, there's the more. One? Uh, there is. Um, well, to start what. Uh, actually, well, there was this pink one here. Right. Or a purple one. Um, right. And so that covers. So. Um, the girls so that's two of them right um that covers the girls um and then this one is another one that i don't think a lot of people have talked about but it's over right here in the mountains mm -hmm. and it's and it covers a big area right um so that's three that i found that confirms um that are used for triangulation so each number of towers in a corresponding area exponentially um increases the accuracy right yeah it's, i mean that, that's not a lot of towers in the area but that's enough to kind of in my opinion put that he was certainly close um yes you know the strength of the signal is going to be what's going to determine how far or how close he is um there was a plot on the map that was in the probable cause affidavit that they were talking about that he was connected to one of the towers that would have been connected to the house. I believe mm -hmm. that was on farm road and Pullman highway. And that's mm -hmm. where he got a citation at. Um, do you have that on your map where that uh, is? Farm, uh, uh, off the top of my head. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Um, which yeah. I, I, I think I plotted everything, but I'm not sure exactly how I labeled it. So, uh, you said farm road, what? Uh, let me see. I'm gonna look it up right now. I have it it's, up. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I was reading it earlier, and well, I was reading it the other day. And, I'm sorry, you had to do that. And I was like, things confusing. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so they have him on a citation. They said that um, that he was on Farm Road and Pullman Highway, which I believe is a highway heading towards Pullman, Washington. Um, oh. Um yes uh let me take those away for a second um and i think you think you might be talking about uh this one here possibly well that i believe is that that, that highway there i believe is what's called pullman highway the one that is that okay one. yeah uh well at least when i plotted it up on my map let me uh-huh uh i got pullman road um all right, let me see. Highway I don't eight. know if this. Hold on, let me see. I don't know if this is going to work. All right, this is my map. Uh, it's right here. This is the location of the citation. I believe this is what was considered Pullman Highway. Okay, so that's two seventy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that would be right here. Um, Let's pull this. This, uh, this road right here. Right. Um, and I'm I'm assuming. 
this is the tower that they were referring to possibly that uh but i mean there's quite a few other towers that hit this highway um right. i believe um this one right there the green one also does um and then uh, you see hold on, hold on put that green one back up mm -hmm. really fast and zoom in on the uh, how how close does that green one come to the 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 victim's residence the victims um yeah, yeah it gets pretty close oh yeah you're right so yeah. if he you know that that can be a, another determining factor yeah mm -hmm. as you can see how close he is there mm -hmm. you know if he is you know i mean yeah, these maps are painting a little bit of a clear picture as far as how accurate, in my opinion, that they can get. Because you have that green one getting very close. Well, and so uh, if he's not, for instance, if he's in the area, right, mm -hmm. and they're saying, all right, well, he's in the blue, not in the orange, not in the green, but in the purple. Um, and in, you know, that's going to leave a small area. Watch if you can put on the uh, all the other ones, put them all up. Yes. Uh, OK. Uh... Um, all right so you have it's gonna be a little bit hard to tell but there's let me clear out some of the ones that uh let me clear to kind of help right minimize there. a little okay. that'll work so okay. right there you're gonna be able to determine by which cell phone towers that he's connected to mm -hmm. a pretty close radius i mean it's gonna be a, that entire subdivision um that they were looking for um um, what's the word I'm looking for? They were looking for uh, video surveillance from rings and things of that nature. Um, remember, they had said that we were looking for uh, between this street and that street, 95 west of that, all the way to the Botanical Gardens. Well, that area right there, if they're trying to state that he, uh, he was in that area, that's going to be the ballpark, in my opinion, based on all this. If that makes sense, I know it's kind of hard. The, uh, what I'm saying. The, the, that was that garden over here um daniel yeah the botanical garden is the one it's right there to the left right there when you have it so the it was right um in between the golf course right okay. right exactly and so that entire blue area mm -hmm. you know if he was in that blue area in the purple and not in the green and then you can also say that he's not in that orange area that's really limiting the areas that he could have been in and it's going to limit it to that that neighborhood mm -hmm. does that make sense yes yes sir yeah so that's how they're going to be able to determine what, what do you, you think um go ahead uh well, i was gonna ask you uh guys um do y'all uh, think that he had went to the botanical area in that little window where a lot of people were um trying to figure out what he could have been doing Mm. Go ahead. Um, after when he left, okay. So, um, you want? Let me um, pull. Uh, See, watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my map real quick, so I can explain what I'm talking about. So it's gonna pull that one out. So you had that the green going from here, this direction, orange up. It's gonna leave just this area right here, in my opinion. That. Is going to be the, you know, if he comes up with a friend somewhere like in this neighborhood, 
oh, I used to go visit Tom that lives in right here. It, it's going to show up that way. But yeah, the Botanical Garden, um, this had, this road right here, which is, um, was it Taylor, uh, 95 and pa Palouse River? This mm -hmm. is the area that they wanted surveillance of. And um, based on that map here, I, I feel that, um, yeah, as you can see right there, that's that's the window, I think, you know. Um, mm -hmm. It does kind of narrow it down, you know. I know a lot of folks were saying, well, you know, he connected to one tower. That could be a 25-mile radius. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and what this map shows is that they can probably pinpoint it a little bit closer. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a 20. It, it might be a mile radius, which still doesn't put them exactly there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, this that you're showing us here, uh, well, before we move forward for that, Jaime, do you have any questions? Well, when it comes down to the towers, they, they can triangulate by how the, the strength of the, of the signal, right? Correct. What they do is they'll use the strength of the signal and also which towers they're connected to. Yeah. So you, you can look at this map. Can you scoot a, the map over a little bit so we can see a little bit more of the oh, town? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, right, to right, over here. right there, right there. It's fine. So for instance, if he was in this area where the green is, uh, I was pointing with my finger. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you see how the green is, is large, right? And then the purple kind of yeah. comes across it. Um, yeah. You can you can determine that if he's in that area, like for instance, you can say that if he's not in the, if he's not connecting to that green area, then mm -hmm. he's not in that part of the town, right? Yeah. And so he's yes. not connecting to the orange part either, with his, which is slightly north of, where the victim's mm -hmm. residence was. If he's not connecting to that tower, then that means he's not exclude. in that area. Yeah, they can exclude certain areas and you doing right. the uh, possibility of elimination, just kind of pinpoint it to a certain area. Now from there, they can fine tooth it with the the, the strength that's going from each tower. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And by the looks of it, there seems to be quite a bit of towers in the area that can get well, get it pretty good and to add to that daniel uh, i'm no expert on cell phone towers but i was um, asking a fellow who claimed to be so whatever that's worth but he was explaining that um you know if you have of course you have satellites everywhere right. but there's a reason you know but whenever you go out in the middle of nowhere you don't have service because you don't have any is that's just one saddle that's just one um, tower one place of reference and with, uh -huh. I guess, GPS, the more points of reference to triangulate, the more accurate to the, like, inch. You can, you know, it goes from, like, within yards to feet to inches if you have one, two, or three towers, I guess, right. is a way to explain it. So the more towers they have, the more that they can prove with math exactly when and where he was at what, you know, at what time. For sure, for sure. And we have a $5 super sticker from... Renee Days, uh, thank you so much for your 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 support. We really truly appreciate you guys. Um, no, I don't know. Did I miss another one? No, I didn't. All right, sorry. Trying to keep up with that. Um, yeah, yeah. And so you also have, uh, I guess, this highlighted in green is mm -hmm. the supposed path that he took from the house yes. to um, out there, right? 
Yes, sir. Um, and so uh, let me. We kind of just I'll just keep those up so you can kind of see, I guess, throughout the yeah. time what he was where he was in the, the cell phone towers, you know, um, radius. But see, here's 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 my only problem. And it's not with your maps or anything. Mm -hmm. it, it's with this is the supposed route as well. Right. If he left and he's seen leaving that house on, on Walenta Drive, traveling southbound at a high rate of speed. Mm -hmm. at 420 and yet his phone turns on and he's 10 miles south of of uh moscow near um on on 95 near was it blaine yes um um but it's 28 minutes later when it should have only taken him like eight minutes to get to right so i guess that where the hell was he yeah. outside of that you know what i mean yeah Oh, thank yeah. you so much, Car uh, Carmela Cole. Carmela Cole, we appreciate thank you. Twenty dollars super sticker. We appreciate that. Thank you. Um, what what towers? What towers? Uh, are there down south where Uniontown? Was it Uniontown? Uh, uh, yeah, I think they call it that in Clarkston. Clark yeah, yeah, Clarkston. Um, yeah, down there we have. Oh, wait, which, where, where did I go? Where did I go? Um, oh my gosh, I'm lost. Okay, it's like I'm, I'm at the bar again. Where did <laughs> it? Hold on. It's got to be over. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, there we go. It's these right here. Good lord. Um. So yeah, um, these ones here. If I can pull some of these off, I guess. See right there's Union Town. It's right there to the left, uh, right at the tip of the. Uh, um, that so green this, line, um, Union Town. Oh, it's the other way. No, oh, other way. Okay. Direction. Yeah, oh, right yes, where yes, that, yes. that path. Right there. Yes. But okay. down here, what what city is that? Right below you. So this, you know, that one picture that they have in the affidavit. That's it's this right here image. Right. Um, oh, this is where he went to. Um, yes. I think Albertsons or something. Yes. Um. Exactly. Correct. Uh. So Albertsons would be right here. Um, let me yeah. just pull this off for a second. So this would be the Albertsons, and, um, and then this would be that coffee place. Gotcha. That he was seen at, and then, um, you know, in Clarkson, there's just there's you know, there is just towers everywhere. You have that one there, here. Um, so I mean, this is just like proper. Um, so it's, it's kind of almost doesn't matter to plot those out here because there's just so many that he's going to he's going to be covered everywhere um, right it'd probably be more accurate now can we go to his uh to pullman you have the ones <coughs> in, in oh pullman, yeah right? yeah absolutely um in pullman we have over here um we have of course the green one and then um this pink one here just kind of getting washed out here we go hmm. be that Right there. Let me just pull the screen one off for a second so we can kind of get a better better look. Um, this one I think was used. This is a pretty important one. Um, because um in the timeline he was seen over here mm -hmm. at you know two right. two fifty three. 
right, right. before. Now, the one that covers his residence, where's that one at? Um, so, of course, we have the um, green one um, that I just pulled off right there. Oh, his residence would be um, specifically right here. Right. And is, is that green one the only one that covers him? Uh, I don't think. Uh, actually, I think it might be. The, uh, the green one, I think this yellow one over here might. No, no, that one doesn't reach it. Um, let's see. Uh, the, unfortunately, the green one washes everything out, but we know where the green one is. So we have that mm -hmm. one, but then this one doesn't. Um, this one doesn't look like it does. And then this one is like an old. I just put it on here, but I, I don't. I think it's dis like out of service because that's all that the data it had. Uh -huh. um, so it looks like the green one was would be the main. Yeah, Daniel, answer your question. Mm -hmm. All right, that makes that 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 makes some more sense because the mm -hmm. probable cause affidavit states that he's at his residence at two forty three or two forty two, and then like two minutes later, he's supposedly um, at. You know he's seen on tape on not on southeast nevada street and which is two miles away now you know that pink one that makes sense because that pink one covers that area mm -hmm. and so that would make me believe that uh that's possibly is him and that that 242 or whatever it was was him still driving through town but mm -hmm. not yet gotten to um the pink because that pink is right there on south nevada street right yes um and w which uh which way do you think he went to to from his apartment to moscow well he's seen supposedly if this is all him right the first the when they got the tape records mm -hmm. um and and in pullman they have a vehicle driving around northbound on Southeast Nevada Street at like 244, right? And then it's seen around that area for a while and then it takes off and they suspect it to have gone, uh, I guess, shoot, I don't know, man, because you would think there'd be more, you know, surveillance video of him leaving, you know, through 270. There was surveillance of him coming up that way. I want to say thank you, Susan Johnson, for your four ninety nine super sticker. We truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. So, so it, 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 they said his cell phone turned off. Um, over, right, did, did they say just uh, in that green area? That it, it turned yeah, off, his yeah his cell phone turned off when he was in that green purple area okay. on Nevada Street. Somewhere it, it, it turns off. I think at two forty seven, and okay. um, it don't turn back he, on till four forty eight. And he's 10 miles south of Moscow near Blaine, Idaho, um, and traveling southbound. Hmm. So whenever he, I could think he was, when he was in this yeah. coverage. Or I guess mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so there's some, there's just, there's some time there. There's some time that's missing mm -hmm. uh, that brings some question as to where was he? What was he doing? What do you, uh, what do you guys think? I mean, I mean, do y'all think? I mean, if he's if he left at four twenty and went directly the path that you have highlighted in green, and his phone would have turned on, um, you know, ten miles south of Moscow, at the latest, or the or, you know at the latest his phone should have, you know at that location, or the earliest in the morning, would have been four thirty eight, 
430. Mm-hmm. I mean, 435, somewhere between there. For it to be 448, that's, that's a long time. Because well, it's only, like, when I do the map quest and I went for, or not the map quest, Showing my age here. Uh, when I did the, uh, <laughs> when I did and I the, I pulled uh, out my map from the glove box. <laughs> exactly. When I did the old Google Maps, I, uh, I I put the address there from 1122 King Road to Blaine, Idaho, uh, mm-hmm. and it was a 10 minute trip. And so the affidavit says well, that he was on I 95 traveling south. They're suspected to be traveling south. At 448, near the Blaine at a tower. Well, that's interesting because, you know, he, I mean, he has up until here. I mean, he could have turned it on, I guess, over here, too. I mean, it's not a whole lot more time, but he that doesn't, because this tower extends, you know, all the way down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he might not, he didn't, you know, might not have necessarily turned it on over here, but he could have turned it on down here, which, would have carved out a little bit more time mm-hmm. um but not a whole lot i guess but because we know it's this tower that they're referring to because this is the only tower near blaine right right exactly and thank you so much creed 64 for your 399 super sticker we appreciate you um, yeah so, it um, is go ahead uh yeah so i mean uh Dude, I was just was kind of wanted to ask where, where do y'all think he uh, he put the knife? Oh man, well he had a lot of time with that trip he made down down to you know Union Town and all that, right? Right. So I mean, behind me, do you think you don't think he hid the knife in this little window, do you? Or his clothes, or hid anything? Um, or that Daniel, either. I, I believe when it comes down to the knife itself. Mm-hmm. If I, if if he is uh, you know like trying to keep a trophy or some you know memories from it, he's gonna keep it and hide it, stash it somewhere. And but the clothes part, like the, his clothes, um, I think he had enough time to do that, and probably had a, a different set of clothes to change into. But what I, what I, what I don't understand is that you know Danny was talking about it last time in the podcast that you know. In order for him to get, what was it his master? Was it masters? Mm-hmm. Uh, in crim- uh, criminology, right? They had to go through like several classes, including the like, digital class, right? Like about the phones and the towers and all that stuff. You know, it's just it's just weird that he he would take his phone with him, you know, mm-hmm. and make it seem, you know, like he turned it off. Obviously, if if that's what it's showing that it, he turned it off at a certain time, if I was him or if if he knew better, he would have just left that phone on his residence. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Like, why, why even bring it? Yeah, exactly. Why not just put a YouTube thing on and put, you know, autoplay on? Yeah, now, I mean, the, it's it's pretty much, it's a, it's a digital footprint, right? That's yeah. exactly what the phone is. It's a tracking device. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a dumb mistake to make, but... Mm. You know, for your question is, would he hide it out there while he was gone? You know, I think the police think that he did. And I think that reason why is I think they think he hid it and that he went back the next day um, to go remove it and hide it somewhere else. 
Now, a mm. couple of reasons why. First, he... All right, so if everything that we've heard is true, right? And that's it's a big if, right? Especially mm-hmm. coming from certain places. Ashley Banfield, News Nation came forward saying that that Dylan had yelled out at sources close to the investigation stated that Dylan had yelled out at, at uh, Ethan and Zana and who she thought was one of their roommates, right? Being loud. So let's just say that causes him like, oh, shit, I'm caught. Maybe perhaps he didn't hear exactly what Dylan said. Maybe he just heard somebody yell, which is why he books it. He understands the proximity from the house to the uh, police station is not far. This is also parents weekend in WSU. This is also uh, the night of the uh, the last football game, hometown football game for the Vandals. So there's probably an increased police presence. So he's probably thinking that he needs to get out of there immediately, which is why he spares her life, doesn't attack her, just goes. Right. So he hears a yell that startles him. He wasn't expecting anybody to yell. So he wasn't paying attention to what was yelled, just hears that there's a yell. Panics, gets out of there, takes off at a high rate of speed finds a spot to dump the stuff because he's thinking that the police were called right then and there, right? You know, and so he goes, dumps the stuff, goes back home, heads back out there at 9 o'clock the next morning, uh, doesn't see any um, movement, thinking, what the hell, there should be cops here. Um, realizes that cops weren't called at that point, and then goes back and removes the items that he buried or hid and puts them in a more secure spot. I think that's what they're thinking. And I think that's why they think that he went back out in the same direction and the same um, um, route that he had taken the night of the murders, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, so so y- y'all don't think he still has or he had the knife in uh, Pennsylvania. Do, y- y- do y'all? Either of y'all think that? No. Yeah. No, I'm oh, fairly positive he did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if it is anywhere, it's gonna be stashed somewhere in his in his right, like no, where he took the drive in this green line. Yeah, I believe so. See, maybe even closer to maybe right out the right out of the city, you know, or the town. See, mm-hmm. I, I think it could be all the way down there. I think he hid it over here in this area where he oh. went with um, the next day. Um, from Clark, uh, from what, what do y'all call it? Uh, uh, Where? Clarkston, right here. Oh yeah, yeah that. that mm-hmm. When he left Clarkston, and then he went over here, and he was last seen on these towers. Yeah, that's Lewiston. Lewiston, or yeah. or Johnson, I think this is out here. Johnson is out to the north. Washington, Johnson, Johnson, Washington is off to the to the west. The south is Lewiston. Johnson, Idaho is like super far east. I mean, super far. Yeah, super far east. I think it was like a couple. I think it's right here. Yeah. Johnson right there. I mean, it's it's quite possible. I mean, there's a lot of places out there that he could be putting something and hiding something. um, Because um, the, the biggest reason why I did that is think that is because when I was plotting these out, during the, you know, when I was going through the affidavit the whole time, um, you know, you have lots of towers relatively, and you're like, this guy's an idiot. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, this guy's an idiot. Like, what a bonehead. He's supposed to know better. Why is right. he doing, you know, why is he, you know, 
have his cell phone. What an idiot. They got the guy. And uh, so the whole time I'm like 90% of the affidavit, I'm thinking this guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. And then at the very end, I see something that he does that makes me like go like, wait a minute. Like, hold up. He, this, this isn't dumb what he's doing right now. This is very, very smart. Um, and it makes me think. It made me just, uh, it was like a plot twist because um, as I got over here, I started realizing like, where are all the fucking, you know, where are all the towers, excuse my language, but where are all the towers at? Mm -hmm. So I went to the website and I actually uh, went and it took me forever to do, but I like screenshotted and put overlays. Let me take a second to load it over the map of, of this. And it, this, you know, so this overlay is going to show all the towers, right? All right, let me go in and pull, pull all these back up so you can see. Um, so all the towers. But then you go over here, and it's like, what? The? You know, you got towers over there. And I've, I've gone through, and I, I went, and I looked at every single tower. And it would take too long to plot all of those. So what I did was is I looked for the areas that had no, where the no towers reached. And so that would be um, this area here in red mm. i'm like what the frick and so uh, it's my guess he hid he went out there and he hid the knife out here and somewhere in this red area well maybe i mean it's possible it, this is also november in northern uh, idaho up in the mountains you don't think it might be in elantra that's uh i mean it, it's it really <laughs> yeah um but this really isn't it's really exactly but this isn't really like mountains though i mean it, it it it's um just like um because i've kind of gone through and gone on some of the road yeah uh i mean it, it's very similar to the area where he comes from i mean you can see it's not that that mountainous right, and he, right. he was not yeah, yeah it's not exactly it's just more of just like uh, backwoods looking um right but uh it's um you know it's it's it makes you think because he would um go running a lot and one wonder if he had a place where he would and that's why he has so many miles on his car because he had a lot of miles on his car and it doesn't make sense maybe he was driving out here a lot and um going on runs and finding places that would be the 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 best place to hide a knife that where if one day when he got out of jail or whatever, when he gets after he gets acquitted, he can go and get the knife. The thing about, uh, you know, after I plotted all this out, oops, um, all this area, um, yeah, I mean, you're able to, to look at the measurements, and uh, so this is, you know, 30, uh, 30, almost 31 thousand square miles it's about 20 million acres Dang. where That's he i mean so and, and he could have a cell phone you know during this period too and it wouldn't be as accurate but i'm sure i'm sure he turned it off i know he turned it off but yeah it said that he had had it off for a certain period of time when he was out i think there. he had turned it off around here or, or i think i'm not sure exactly how it went but I don't know. If I, I just said know this that earlier. this was the last tower he was seen at. Yeah. Oh, well, that yeah. We had a two dollars super chat. I'm not sure if I brought this up from Marisa saying, "Glad to see Luapu here. Love the show. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. Um, 
making sure I didn't miss anything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's quite possible that he could have definitely put it out there anywhere. I mean, there's so much area out there in, in, in that yes. part of the world or the country that man, he, he, it'd be so dumb it makes luck, me wonder I think, if he, to find it. If he's like, you know, when he says, I'm going to be looking forward to being acquitted, what if he has some weird, crazy plan? Like, what if, what if he had it where he wasn't the killer, but he had somebody in his car who... And like the plan was, we're going to get away with murder by you going to do it. I'll have all the evidence on me, but I'll be acquitted because they won't have any of my, like, they won't be able to put it on me because, um, well, I don't know. Maybe they have it figured out some way. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. My initial thought was that maybe perhaps he, he planted something there to throw off. In case they ever, you know, and, and one of the biggest thing is in what direction is one of his neighbors had came out and stated that he had talked to him about it and he had stated that he thought it was like a crime of passion. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that's the route that the uh, the prosecution is going to go. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you have I mean, at the prosecution, the defense, you have a girl who was um, recently broken up with her ex-boyfriend. Um, she was in Texas. No, this is Kaylee. Kaylee, oh, Kaylee. Yeah. She broke up with Jack. Um, she was moving to Texas. You know, he was in the bar the night of the incident. She, they called him multiple times throughout the night. I mean, that's probably the angle that they're going to push. Uh, what do you think, Hyman? I don't know, man. What, what, to go back where, um, you asked me if he probably put the knife out there in that area. I, I feel that if he put that knife that far away from his hometown, then I feel like he was planning on doing something more and keeping more trophies out there. Because when mm. when when I when I see when I read about you know and and, and I research serial killers, usually they keep their 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 trophies real close by. They don't. You know what I mean? They keep them within their own house or somewhere close. But they when they come like look at it whenever they want, because sometimes like when they do these crimes, man, it's like a it's like an addiction to them. Mm. You know what I mean? And once they see these trophies, they get that that they feel that excitement from remembering what they did that certain day. Mm. So like what makes it makes it makes me feel like if he did go that far out of his way to put away that knife, I feel like he would have probably done it again and use that place for his trophies. Hmm. I mean, cause I don't understand any other reason why he would go out there at that mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Um, I mean, dispose of clothes maybe, but I think if you're going to do that, you're going to might as well get rid of the knife too. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, in the most recent to, to kind of go off the highest point in the most recent unsealed search warrant, uh, from Pennsylvania, as far as searching uh, Coburger's house, they had some, um, you know, they had some paperwork that determined what items that they were looking for. Because you have to describe what items you're looking for and why you're looking for them and how they how they pertain to the case. And in here, I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, documents, records. Hold on. This is the. Um, Let's see. They This is what they were looking for. They were looking for documents, records, medications, drugs, or other substances. 
bottles, labels, syringes, packages, or other items associated with medication, drugs, or substances, prescription, or otherwise that could relate to physical or mental states of silence or victims. So do they think that maybe perhaps I'm reading that, that, you know, he may have, well, one, did he drug them? You know, they're looking for syringes, they're looking for medication, things of that nature. But there was something else. There was, uh, where was it at? I had seen where they were looking for property that had belonged to, all right here, any property belonging to Ethan Chapman, Kaylee Goncalves, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is Dylan and or um, uh, Bethany, right? I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that's, that's who those are. So if they're looking for their property, does that mean that he took something? And so I, I think you're right, Jaime, where there is some sort of souvenir and that the police are aware of somebody taking souvenirs from this house. Yeah. I mean, if he did take anything from any of the victims or the residents in there, like that makes you think, you know, he might do it again, you know, try and collect more stuff. Yeah. Like he's preparing for it in the future. Yeah, if this if this was like you said, Danny, like like they were saying there was a crime of passion, I don't think he would have taken anything. That's true. That is true. Um, especially from the other from the other victims. You know, if this was a crime of passion, the other victims were people that were, I guess, to him in the way. You know what I'm saying? And so um to take souvenirs from anybody else would indicate that there that wasn't the situation. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh and so they were looking for a lot of things, right? And and we'll go into. Um, I don't think it was a crime or passion. I think it was it was a cold, like calculated thing. No, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't. We're not saying that it was. What I was saying was that I think that's Koberger's angle. That's what he's okay. going. That's what his defense is going to be. Is that this was a crime of passion, and he's going to list all those things that we listed. Um, he's already. He won't get acquitted then. That's, he said he was looking forward to his acquittal, right? Or his well, he said his exoneration, exoneration which is weird, which is a weird terminology because you first have to yeah. be found guilty to get exonerated. Yeah, especially <laughs> with his credentials, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's supposedly well, he is he has a master's degree in criminology, going for psychology. You would understand that criminal term uh, criminology terms and the definitions, uh, things of that nature would have been exactly what he would have uh he would understand and know and use proper wording but yeah he said exonerated i'm looking forward towards my exfoliation yeah right (laughs) you know there there was a comment earlier that i just saw right now which Mm -hmm. you know makes sense and let me put it up right now because he did only have a certain amount of time inside the residence so if he took souvenirs do you think he was already been there before i think he had been there I think or, you know, I, I, I'm a, I kind of think he might have gotten drugs in that area or something. Mm-hmm. And because uh, why else would they want to look for syringes? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, they would it would have to be something small and something accessible, something quick that he could put in jewelry, jewelry, something maybe if, if one of the victims was wearing rings, earrings, necklace, something yeah. of that nature, drink. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a drinking game every time I say things of that nature. So it happens. Yeah, there's and another one. There's, some, 
Yeah, there's another one where where they drink to where I said, you know what I mean? You're getting everybody blacked out, guys. Yeah. We yeah, <laughs> just slowly see the viewership just knocking down. <laughs> <laughs> we have a 199 super chat. Are the towers in the area reference Reddit chat ref 11 20? I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, um, Radline. I appreciate the 199 super chat, but I don't know much about Reddit. Reddit chat reference. Um, no, no, the uh, rate the, these towers in the area that I are you talking about on my map. If you are, those were from a website that has all the cell phone data in the area. So those were every I went and looked at every single tower in the whole area. Got you, got you. Uh, hold on, hold on. I, I missed one somewhere around here. Do you see it, Jaime? It was a ten dollar from Moto. Uh, yeah, I see it. Xana's room seems so out of the way after coming down the stairs from the third floor. It seems too out of place that Xana and Ethan were not a target. So, thank you for the $10 uh, uh, super chat there. There you go. I think that... I th Well, I think that the girls upstairs in the third floor were attacked. I think that when um dylan heard somebody say is somebody here i think that may have been ethan and uh Zanna in the kitchen eating or leaving their food there and as they were coming down and walking into their room i think brian saw him as he was coming down the stairs that's my theory speculation 100 yeah. percent, because i feel that if they had already made it into their room or whatnot and the target was only in the upstairs then he would have left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just—it's hard to believe, right? That uh, what's it called? Ethan, he would, he would um, over overcome Ethan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Ethan I agree. Big guy. Yeah, he, he would at least have. You know, I, I know, the, I know, I know the the attacker had a knife or not, but I mean, hey, I'm sure it was. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying and that's true because, and also, I don't think Dylan would have, it would have been so unclear for her. She would have heard fighting. It would have been like, what the fuck? Well, you know, like, it, it feels like he, only reason why he got Ethan, who was able to, is because he was so surprised. Ethan didn't, wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, he might have been laying down asleep and he went and did it or something. Because she would have heard Xana screaming, Ethan mm -hmm. fighting, you know. Yeah, um, I, I feel like the same thing with Darius. I think he got, he attacked Ethan walking into the room um from behind mm -hmm. that's what i think and then behind. yeah and then, then when then yeah then went after xana it couldn't yeah. i don't yeah i don't think they could have been face to face yeah i mean i think uh -huh. he had to have had some sort of advantage over ethan where his back was turned or or element of surprise down yeah. or sleeping surprised yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. because Ethan was uh you know he's, he's a good sized dude too he was and mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think like Ethan heard something. He came out of his room and then saw him walking down the stairs. And was like, "What the fuck?" You know, yeah, I, right. I, I don't see that happening. No, no, yeah, no, I don't either. I think it was uh, either when you see the red substance that we all believe and speculate to be blood coming out of the back of that bedroom, mm -hmm. you know, and you you have the description from the probable cause affidavit that Zana's body could be seen from the uh, hallway. Uh, through the door, so she wasn't near or against that back wall, then that leads you to believe that it was Ethan up against, at least up against the wall where that blood was dripping out um, against that area. And 
you know, the only way I, you know, there's been rumors and speculation that he had his throat, mm. you know, cut. Um, if he can't, if somebody came from behind and did that and then pushed him down, that would, that would explain why the, the blood would be coming out of the back onto the foundation there. Or so, maybe he, they, he pushed him against the wall and that was a thud that was heard on the camera. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I mean, the, the, th the sound of somebody falling. Uh, I don't know if that would be very loud, as loud as two dudes, you know, one like club pushing a dude into a wall and stabbing, you know what I mean? Like. Just somebody mm -hmm. a body dropping. I don't know if that would be picked up on the audio from the camera from the neighbors. I don't know if that's going right. to be that loud. But like two dudes fighting and slamming into a wall is going to be loud. Yeah, especially two you know guys who are six foot plus. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's uh, that thought. But the phone did pick up whimpering, and so I mean, at mm. the phone, the the camera surveillance, the, camera. the audio picked. Yeah, picked up whimpering. Do y'all uh, know which side of the house that camera was on, on the neighbor's house by any chance, or not really? Because I, I don't. Uh, I thought I had seen it somewhere. Let me pull up my map. Um, I hadn't seen it. Yeah, they blurred um, out that. They've blurred it out, that house now. Yeah. So I just was trying to find an old picture or something of it. Yeah, I had seen it on some uh, somewhere, but I believe it was uh, right here. Okay. And if you measure it, because it said it was about 50 feet. Mm -hmm. I think it was right there. It's right there. Change that to feet. Yeah, it's 43 feet. And so, yeah, I, I think that's where exactly where it was at. And so it was about 53, 50 feet away from that. Okay. That Zana's bedroom, which is, that would be 43. Mm -hmm. Right there. But. I wonder if the whimpering was the dog. Well, they said they could hear the dog barking. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So the the, the dog yeah. barking. I would have thought that they would have put on, you know, a dog whimpering as well. Yeah, that's true. Good point. And so, yeah, but they were saying the what's um they were saying that the dog really didn't bark a lot to begin with. The family was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah the family. Well, that was before we knew that there was audio and stuff out there. Mm -hmm. the, the the family stated that the that Murphy was a dog that wasn't a barker, so it wouldn't be uncommon if if it wasn't barking. I think they were trying to kind of uh, turn the direction away from Jack Decor, the the ex boyfriend slash boyfriend. Uh, now we're gonna go into the other stuff that we were gonna be talking about tonight. You're more than welcome okay. to, to stay with well, no, us. I'll, I'll let like. you guys get get to it. I appreciate y'all let me come on, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon, guys. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. thank you so much. We have y'all your links in the description. Uh, please go follow and subscribe to Aguapo Forty Two. Let them know that the Drunk Turkey Show sent him. Sent you. Thank there. you guys. Appreciate no, it. Later, no man. Thank you. Later. So. Speaking of the cell phone towers and stuff that we're talking about, there's one thing that I've noticed that is missing out of everything. And that is Brian Koberger's cell phone. Where yeah. is the cell phone? Like you have the search warrant in his house or his apartment. And obviously that didn't show up anything because he wasn't there. He took a cross country trip to his parents' house. Mm -hmm. You have the receipt for property of Brian Koberger. And what's not on here is a cell phone. Now, maybe it's on uh, a different form for maybe the search of the house, but mm. I don't think so. 
So if we look right here, this is the receipt of inventory of seized property. It says C attached FBI FD form 597, uh, FD 597. So this is receipt of property. They took one defiant silver flashlight, which could be a small one, could be a large light. It doesn't say the size of it. <laughs> they took two, four medical style gloves, um, three white, well, the third thing they took was one white Arizona Gene Company large T-shirt, champion WSU Cougar black sweatshirt, a pair of black and white size 13 Nike shoes, a pair of black Under Armour socks, Under Armour black large shorts, Under Armour black boxers size large, one um, buco buckle swab. Uh, nothing follows here to so make sure that nobody answers. But there's no cell phone. There isn't a cell phone here. There isn't a cell phone um, on anything that I've been able to find. Do you think that he got rid of his cell phone? Um, oh, he should have. From the beginning, he should have just left it at home, first of all, if, if he was <laughs> smart enough. Um, if he's the guy, you know what I mean? But, uh, right. yeah, if even if with, even with no phone, I mean, they still can track the – it has a – what's it called? The – SSN, right? Like a like a mm -hmm. certain number, right? That they can track with the with the company itself. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, maybe the fact that he they did say that he downloaded some uh, some pictures, right? Like he screenshot pictures or something like that. Of the you know what? Yeah, they did say that he had yeah. pictures on his phone. So why yeah. isn't the phone here? Where is it at? I don't know because also on the uh, with the with the search warrant for the cards and the different. Search warrant, right? It's not on that one. Like they don't have anything on an inventory on on the car itself. They just said that they they took it, right? They didn't. Right. Yeah. There's not a well. I mean, so then it's possible he forgot his cell phone in his car, and that's where they they picked it yeah. up. You're right. They said that he had downloaded or there's pictures of at least one of the victims on his phone. Yeah, I you're that. absolutely right about that. Now, so like, that I'm something... I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that that phone was in his car. That's why it's not on this one. Right. I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything about the car inventory, what they, they got inside the car. Yeah, yeah. There, there that hasn't come out yet. Neither supposedly there's more of what mm -hmm. was in the house if they took anything from in the house. The, the apartment or the No, uh, the house that he was in in Pennsylvania, his parents' oh, house. Okay. Oh, his parents' house, okay. Right, right. And so maybe perhaps the phone was in that inventory. Yeah. But I'm just like, where's the damn phone? Like, I, I don't understand why it's not on here. Yeah. Huh. But you're then, right. You're right. And, and, and also, like, when they, they said uh, on the inventory, can you show it again? I think it said something about um, gloves, right? Yeah. He had four um, medical style gloves. Didn't they see him? They saw him cleaning the inside of his car with gloves, right? At one point. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did. They did. So. I feel like a lot of this stuff is what he was wearing it on his person. So I'm assuming <laughs> that that defiant silver flashlight is one of the smaller ones. The four medical style gloves. You think he just had that in his pocket? Like who the hell goes to sleep with that in their pocket? I don't know. Not me. I mean, he's in his parents' house too. It's not like, like even if he had the smallest suspicion that, that they were onto him. Yeah. Why would he be wearing medical style gloves inside his parents' house? It doesn't make any sense.
Yeah. Now, one thing I did notice about about Koberger in all the pictures that I've seen of him is that his freaking hands are super red mm-hmm. all the time. Like I've seen a lot of pictures where his hands are just really red. You think he washes them a lot? You think this could be a just a germ thing? It it could be. But then again, there's there's people that have the uh, like anxiety and they mm-hmm. rub their hands all the time. They get sweaty hands too. Um sure. and they, they turn red. Because because I get I get anxiety too, man, and I I start picking at my uh, my fingers and stuff <laughs> when I get anxiety. So that that could be a reason why his hands are so red. But what the thing is that like even even before um, he was picked up and he was still going to his classes and he was still going to the doctor's appointments, nobody reported that he had injuries or or anything like that. That's that's what gets to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I I hundred percent agree with you. There's no sign of any kind of like nothing, nothing like. Uh, and and we've had people that that we've um, that have come forward, students of his, mm-hmm. um, coworkers, people that were you know uh, that saw him at the uh, at the hospital at the doctor's appointment, the secretary up front. And nobody describes him having scratches, bruises, or any things that would show an, uh, a sign of an altercation. So you're absolutely right in that in that essence. Um, yeah. Let me see. Where was I? All right. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Well, maybe. You know, you're right. They do have his phone. I was wondering and thinking maybe they don't have his phone. Uh, they couldn't find it. Maybe he discarded it. But you reminded me that they did find those pictures of one of the victims on his phone. So yeah. at some point they took his phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's still like, like I still want to see what they find in the car. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I agree, man. I wonder I that, that information is going to be put out or anything. What do you think? It has to be so. So the Pennsylvania has a certain like rules and regulations that they have sixty days to release, uh, to unseal their documents and their warrants and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this being unsealed had nothing to do with like Idaho or anything like that or what their wishes were. It, it, it is by Pennsylvania law, and so those things do need to come forward. Um, now, one thing I had also noticed in this unsealed document was this is the probable cause affidavit it's 19 pages long in here they have a redacted version of the uh, probable cause affidavit where there's just some things that are blocked out but it's like 21 pages long Mm -hmm. so there's some extra stuff in here now um i found where it starts it's right here so right here it says Additional analysis for record five, four. I mean eight four fifty eight. Uh, right there, additional analysis for eight four fifty eight. So this says on a, on December twenty seventh. So this don't say on December twenty seventh. This says based off of the above information. So right here is where it changes, and so there's about three pages extra. And all of it is, is well, we'll read some of it. It says based on the above information, I'm seeking a search warrant for Koberger's person and his parents' residence located, and this is his parents' address. It's a single-family, two-story residence, white in color. There are two-car garage located on the west side of the residence. This location 
Koberger is currently believed to be based off cellular phone data received in previous warrants based off information gathered. During this investigation, it is believed that Koberger's mother, Marianne Koberger, father, Michael Koberger, and sister, Amanda Koberger, currently reside in the residence. In addition, I am seeking a warrant for all of the outbuildings and sheds located on the property. It is also believed Koberger's white Hyundai Elantra is stored in the two-car garage on the west side of the residence based off the above facts and requesting a search warrant for Koberger's white 2015 Hyundai Elantra bearing VIN number. There's a VIN number. And where it is found, the Hyundai Elantra is registered solely to Koberger based on my experience, investigation, training, and forensic technology. I provide the following. So it starts going into the way devices uh, open up. So it says mm -hmm. many electronic devices, you know, offer users the ability of lung unlock the devices through biometric features in lieu of a numeric or alphanumeric password, passcode or password. Sorry. Uh, these biometric features include fingerprint scanners, face recognition features, and iris recognition features. And so in the rest of the few is going to talk about those features and how they are utilized to open up uh, devices um, in lieu of using a passcode or password, right? And it's a, uh, I guess something, you know, it's just a convenience, right? It's a convenience tool. But what it says is, is that some of these um, items, you can't open them after a certain time using those features. And so what it's asking for is permission to use Brian Koberger's eyes, fingers, or um, face to open up any device and so that and also change it so that they can open the device without having to use a passcode yeah you get what i'm saying so that's all that that is saying in all of this so you're it, saying he has an iphone well they keep saying it's something about an iphone uh and so yeah this is it's just saying it's regurgitating the same thing it's just saying that you know, some people use the fingerprint to open mm -hmm. this up. And then it says some people use an iris from their phone to use it, touch ID. Uh, and then it'll be locked after a short time. Mm -hmm. And so basically what they're trying to say is they believe that there's information on that cell phone device also that would uh, lead them to, believe, you know, prove or have clues of him planning uh, this incident. Right, premeditation. Right, they're looking for a lot of premeditation in this. But the problem is, um, the problem is, I haven't found anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they might have some pictures of one of the victims. Maybe that's just a small sliver of what they found on his phone. Maybe there's a lot more, but um, you know, weapon, clothing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then there's what could be possibly the biggest clue, in my opinion, one of the biggest clues, uh -huh. uh, that was taken from his apartment that is, you know, sitting in our face that we really haven't talked about or nobody really has. And that's the fire stick. Uh -huh. You know, they pulled his fire stick. Now, uh, do you have a fire stick, Jaime? Yeah, yeah, I do. What information do you think that the police can get off of your fire stick? Oh, man. Let me think about it, man. I really didn't. I really don't know much about how the fire stick works. But, um, I mean, obviously, you're going to have to put, um, in order to use the the uh, apps and everything, you have to put your, your, 
your Gmail, your phone number, and some sort of a like payment. You know what I mean? Payment information like your bank and all that. But other than that, I don't know how unless he would travel with it. You know what I mean? Like you could I used what I used to do is I used to take my fire stick whenever I used to go like to Dallas, you know, and just put it on the put it on the on the TV there at the hotel and I could just watch whatever I want while I'm there. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe maybe it takes track of where it's been plugged in at. Um I have a fire stick and, you know, maybe the one thing that I noticed is it keeps a track of the shows I've watched, the shows that I uh, that I've seen, watched, looked at on Amazon Prime, um, movies, things like that. Mm -hmm. I think think since you're if you use the same uh, um, email from your phone or whatever you use your to get your information or your emails. If you use it on the Fire Stick, it also saves that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it saves like what they sent you through email. I think I know I know the new ones. I think they do, but I don't know about the older. Depending on what Fire Stick you had, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think they also can get a maybe a list of your transactions off of Amazon. Yeah, right? so, yeah. Well, here, yeah, because. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, because I have like those certain apps like Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, right. and all that stuff. I'm thinking, I think you can also have Facebook, Facebook Watch or something like that. Right. I mean, here's here's the thing though. Like, I just it, it bugged me that they took it. And I'm like, why? Because at the end of the day, they have to believe that there's something to do with the crime on there, whether it was a tool of the crime purchase something they can't just pick up something you know and i bring this up with the receipts right the walmart yeah. receipt you know i say that there has to be something on that receipt that would that would lead you to believe that whatever was purchased was used during the commission or to plot the you know the, the crime that was committed yeah. right you know fire stick it's gonna be kind of hard to articulate that unless it wasn't his yeah exactly Maybe. What if it was? What if it was from the house? Maybe he took it. Maybe maybe he was there before. Was maybe he was. A, maybe maybe he was there before in the in the party or whatever. He took it then. I don't know. Right. Because also, like like I said earlier, I don't think there was enough time to like scope it out. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, why would he take a fire stick, right? Yeah. Unless he he installed it. Well, I mean, he did take his phone with him. I mean, you know, some people break jailbreak fire sticks. Is that what they call it? And you can watch movies and things of that nature. Uh Yeah, you can you can do. Well, you can pretty much make a regular TV like a like a computer. Pretty much, just use the internet, do searches, YouTube, whatever app you have on your phone, you can get it on there too. Mm-hmm. When it's Joe broken, you can watch whatever movies and shows or whatever you're mm-hmm. into. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting, man. That 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 fire stick just kind of bugged me. Like it stuck out. Like what what's on there that could be the commission of the crime? Then I started thinking maybe it didn't belong to him. And then I started thinking, why would he take it? Maybe he knew these girls because maybe he he sold them a fire stick or knew how to jailbreak. Maybe somebody asked someone. Hey, uh, I got a fire stick. Can you 
program and he answered the call appears that he was a, a guy that was tech savvy he he used the uh the reddit forums for trying to solicit um ex-cons to take his survey he oh. uh you know he followed the the victims digitally off of social media and you know he he's a younger guy in his 20s in today's age that's they, they know a lot about technology that you know frankly i don't yeah no for sure man Maybe my kids man like my daughter's 14 my son's like 10 no 11 and um they they know more than i than i do about phones yeah yeah no for sure for sure man um and there was one other piece of news that came up and i wanted to bring this up tonight real quick <clears throat> and that is this is an article that came from people it says years before firing from the university job idaho suspect uh, brian koberger was problematic fish cutter employee so vegan wants fish cutter i don't know the hell? but they do say that his veganism wasn't because of his like love for animals or, or things of that nature. It was to um, self-medicate or he, he felt that it was, uh, it, it helped him with his visual snow and some of the side effects that he was having off of his medication. But uh, this article reads, years before Idaho suspect, Brian Koberger was reportedly fired from his teaching job at WSU. He worked as a fish cutter at, lake, at a lake in Pennsylvania. According to Charles Conklin, the owner of Big Brown Fish and pay lakes in effort pa Koberger worked for him for a period of four months in 2011 so this is like super long ago as a seasonal employee Koberger was at high school he was trained by Colkin to cut and fillet raw fish using industrial standard knives Colkin said Koberger's demeanor he forbid him from interacting with customers he never warmed up got friendly most kids that worked here, he, we considered like family. He was withdrawn and didn't show improvement. 11 years later, he was reportedly fired from his job as a teaching assistant. And, um, you know, stuff that we already know. So, I guess he didn't have a problem with knives. And, um, you know what I'm saying? He's got experience with it. I think yeah, that's man. what you can take from that. Yeah, using a knife is uh, yeah, that's personal. Yeah, it uh, is personal, man. Very personal. So uh, usually when you have these kind of crimes, you use a, a, a weapon like a, a firearm, you know? Yeah. You go four people, you know? His knife is probably not the best choice on that one, but if he did it, if he did it, he did it good, you know what I mean? He did it, like, you know, the fast, too, so that's pretty handy with that knife. Well, you know, I, I don't think he had any intention on getting caught. You know, I know a lot of people say he planted this, planted that. Maybe he wanted to get caught and go to court. I don't I don't think he had any intention on getting caught. Mm -mm. Um, and so I think the reason why he used a knife may have been more for stealth. Could be. You know, if he uses a gun that's loud, it, it, it's not just going to wake up people in that house, but there's adjacent neighbors uh apartment complex things like things like that so yeah 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 but man that's all i got for this do you do, do, do you got anything else man before we let everybody go we've gone over an hour today 
Yeah, no, I saw that. Um, no, I just want to say thanks to everybody that was here. Um, we got 640-plus people in here, and I want to say thanks to all y'all. I want to say thanks to Manwapo um, for, for the maps. Um, I'm not really, um, uh, you know, I really don't understand how the cell towers and everything like that works like y'all do. But um, I want to say thanks to him and for everybody to go out there to his YouTube channel and let him know that we sent you out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we'll be back on Friday. We'll be uh, doing a uh, we're going to be talking about some other stuff unless something major happens in this case. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to be talking about, you know, the major train derailments that have had occurred. There's been some plane accidents and spy planes. And, mm-hmm. you know, are we in a Cold War? You know, things like that. Um, you know, we're going to try to answer those type of questions maybe be a little bit more lighthearted um, show versus uh, something so serious. And then we'll have our members only live afterwards. So if you want to be a part of the members only show, we highly encourage you to uh, hit that join button. Um, But with that, you know, just, we appreciate everybody. Please hit that like, and subscribe, ring that notification bell. That way you're notified of all of our content. We appreciate all of you guys. And big blue will be back on Friday too. Um, he said he's gonna he's getting some tattoos on his face done right now, and he can't wait to show everybody. Yeah. But uh, y'all have a good night, y'all. <laughs> Later, man. Haze. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. And Greece had a train today that was pretty sad, man. Did you hear that? Like forty some people passed. Yeah.